We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello and welcome into the SoRare Andrews podcast brought to you by Rotowire and sponsored by SoRare. I am Andrew Laird. You can find me as Lairdino on SoRare, joined as always by Andy Black, who you can find as Black on SoRare. We should note this is the last podcast we're doing of 2021, and it's actually going to be the last one that we do for Rotowire. SoRare Andrews is staying. Don't worry. It's going to be on a different feed, and uh, be sure to tweet out about that as uh, when it happens. But uh, thank you to Rotowire for continuing to, to uh, support this podcast, allowing us to do it. Andy, been quite a year, huh? Yeah, it really has. We've had uh, a lot of uh, changes and growth and announcements and all that. All that. Yeah, you tweeted out a little bit ago about the big user difference. Uh, December 25th, 2020. 2,935 SoRare managers with one card or more. There are now 72,971, excuse me, as of Christmas, where we've actually uh, gained a few since then. I just had the number up and now it's gone. Oh, well. But yeah, from basically 3,000 to 73,000 users in a calendar year is, is pretty good. And for all intents and purposes, I feel like everyone kind of expects us to be not, I don't even want to say like double next year because the, the hockey stick doesn't, isn't going to flatten out. Like it has to literally like flatten out for us to get, to get to, uh, to double, but uh, it's just a lot of users that have come on and no sign of slowing down since we still don't have the biggest league in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we've probably talked about this 10 times, but the the one card, do you think the one card matters or do you think it's more of like five cards? Is that So it's, it's funny you say that because I, I tweeted something about the number of, I think when we hit uh, 70,000 and I was mm-hmm. like, oh, we broke 70,000 of one uh, users with one card. And somebody replied to me and was like, it's probably people who bought a card and left. And I was yeah. like, that's not how I see it at all. Like I, I would assume that, a majority of the people who own one card are people who are new and have recently bought a card and move on. But like, obviously it's not like the one card or more includes all, all of the ones above it. So it's not just like people with one 
one card versus one or two, one to five, like it's one, it's everybody. So it's 73,000 for everybody at this point. But I don't know, my, it just seems like we're gaining people much faster than we're losing people. And so I still think one card is a decent metric. I mean, it doesn't mean that they're fully active in the game, but you need to buy one before you buy five, before you buy 50, before you buy a hundred. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I still think that like maybe five cards is probably your, your more important metric or whatever, but mm -hmm. uh, any chance that at some point we might see uh, you be able to filter that on scarcity again, something we've asked, I've asked <laughs> about before. I'm sure one day it'll happen. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. As the, as the person who is not responsible for implementing it, then yeah, sure, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're like it's the sales guy that always yeah. says yes. Yeah, it's definitely happening. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. No, I think that's a reasonable uh, a reasonable way to look at it. Like how many people own whichever many cards. It is kind of interesting that we, like I actually do think five is an interesting breaking point because we're like, oh, now you can play SO5, but like you really can play with four. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. And so five is like either you're expanding out you know, starting to expand out or you've bought that rare goalkeeper. So I don't know, five is, is where it was. It's, I was in a, a, a discord conversation. I think it was yesterday and talking to somebody who's like basically getting started or is in the early part of their um, experience was so rare. And they were like, if I'm going to build an ETH grinding team, like, should I buy a rare goalkeeper? And my response was like, if you, if you just care about the threshold, like I actually don't think you do need to buy a rare goalkeeper but you're at such a disadvantage if you want to win a card that if your goalkeeper scores 100 which we know is extremely rare like the most you're going to get is 50 plus you know whatever xp you have on the card and so just and realistically like a clean sheet gets you 30 or you know 35 ish with a common goalkeeper and you're just you know it's hard to win cards in all-star rare where everybody plays with a 30 anywhere in your lineup. And of course I say all this and this past game week, the winner of all-star rare had a common goalkeeper. So I don't know what I'm talking about apparently. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's a weird midweek. Um, no, it was the weekend. Oh, but it was a, a weird weekend. It was right? a weird weekend. Yes. I mean, there was like two leagues playing and one <laughs> of the leagues like is, has two teams or one team this weekend the West Ham guys and then yeah. uh, uh, JPL. And I think he happened to have Gaten Kuke who scored yeah. like 80 points or 85 points or something, which somehow corrected up. I've never seen yeah. before. a goalkeeper. Like, yeah, let's give him some more points. <laughs> yeah. He must've had one of, one of the lost possessions maybe was an accurate long ball or something. There we go. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. Like I, I I still always think that I would rather have like a crappy, the like the crappiest rare goalkeeper. And I, I, I see everybody always saying just like play your Allison common, but like, I think I would still rather have the upside of the crappiest goalkeeper you can think of like Van Hamel. I, I mm -hmm. think I would like, obviously that that's a little different because he's going to get relegated and that card's going to be worthless next year. But um, I would rather have a rare goalkeeper that plays and may not be good, but just the sheer fact that he can get you that upside every once yeah. in a while. Yeah. I mean, Van Hamel had like a 70, like two or three weeks ago, didn't he? Right. Right. Yeah. So didn't he have an assist? I don't know. 
I think he might have had an assist in a I don't follow sheet. them at all. Yeah. There's your accurate long ball for you. Don't you have him? I do, yeah. But yeah. I just like they're so bad. It's just like he he's goes so into the he goes into the junk, like the junk lineup. Yeah. Um, which may, might be my all-star rare sometimes, or it might be my challenger rare, but he's gonna go into kind of the least prioritized lineup. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. Did you do you play commons that often? Or I mean only like midweeks where I just don't have anything else. Or if I'm trying to like squeeze out an extra lineup, but uh most of the time I don't. Yeah. I don't yeah, I'm gonna maintain that it's just it's just not worth it. One of the things that that struck me about it as I was thinking about thinking of this is in last week's podcast when we were talking to Dylan, he was saying that you know he doesn't expect to win a card every week. And when he does, even if it's like a card, that, you know, tier three, that's worth like 0.02, he's like, Oh, that's like double threshold. Like that's great. Like you're, it's really hard to do that consistently if you use a common goalkeeper. And I don't know if eventually we see them replace the common goalkeeper and rare all-star with the limited. I think that's one of those things that like, we all have talked about so much as if it's going to happen, but like, so rare hasn't said anything about it happening just like limited pro like if it, if it doesn't happen we're all gonna be like what you said it was gonna happen and then they're it's gonna just, go back and be like where did we where did we see this say that it, it was gonna happen right it just has to happen though right <laughs> I, I just can't imagine common cards being in the rare lineups for much longer and i think it'll probably end up being limiteds there uh i don't know we've been all waiting on these these changes and i just hope to see them relatively soon um or at least maybe like an announcement of like some with some guidance on where they're going right. like I'd, you know make make a lot of people content do you think it makes people content <laughs> getting rid of comments uh Feels pretty i think that, i think i think knowing what the direction is going to be yeah. uh realistically gives people like the the best set of expectations going forward. I mean, um, yeah, people are going to be mad because they don't get to keep grinding out ETH with a common card, but uh, we know that that change kind of has to happen. Just like the, the threshold's going to have to go away at some point. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Do you think, so do you think a commons are going to be in limited all like all star? Well, any limited? I don't know. I mean, you can That's like comments. the type of guidance that I think people are going to want to know, though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, theoretically, it can go in any any region. Like, you can play commons in any rare competition. Yeah. I don't think you're ever going to win that way, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Mike, or no, excuse me. Oh, Matt, hey. Hey, Matt. Oh, I just walked into that one, didn't I? Anyway, any New Year's resolutions for so rare? Do you think this is for so rare itself or like us on so rare? I don't know. You want to clarify there, Matt? <laughs> if it's a resolution for so rare, boy, some clarity would be nice in 2022. Yeah, like like legends and you know the progress bar thing and um, what are the division structures going to look like? Be nice. But other than that, I think they're fine. <laughs> it is kind of funny how we were like we'd like some clarity on that, but then they're like. Here's all the clarity on rewards, and we're like, uh, you're everything. Yeah. Never mind. I mean, we we didn't really want that, right? I mean, I think we do want it, but like we seeing don't how sausage it. is made. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. All right. Resolution for your Sawyer Gallery. 
win more. I don't yeah, know. Um, <laughs> you do. <laughs> win everything. <laughs> win a podium every week. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I, maybe mine is like less of a focus on um, MLS maybe and more of a focus on the Mexican leagues because I'm having more success there and like keep doing what's what I'm successful, what's being been successful for me. But I don't know. That might be stupid too because you lose some of that uh, utility in weekends or uh, midweeks and stuff like that. So uh, I didn't really think about that. How about you? I think like any New Year's resolution that I had for my Sawyer Gallery is like whatever my plan was anyway. Like all I have is resolutions with Sawyer. Like I, it's stuff that I want. Like, you well, know. what are some big plans? Like, I'd like to get, I'd like to have like a, a champion Europe lineup that competes every week. Yeah. As, and which is like a really bad idea. <laughs> like realistically, it's like a bad idea. Uh, but I don't know. Is it? Yes. <laughs> I think, I think it is. It, it is from a, it is from an ROI perspective, I think, but I think I need, I want to, I'm at a place with my gallery now that making big changes requires like a lot of money. So how, how much do you have, um, how much did you pay for your champion Europe team? Or once you're done with your champion Europe team, how much do you think you'll have, you'll have put into that? Uh, I, if if you're comfortable answering that. Yeah, I'll be honest. Uh, I mean, I can look it up, but a lot of it, like, I don't think I've spent what I got for Davies. Like, I think Davies has paid for like every other champion Europe card I have. Yeah. So that's like a little more than an ETH. Um, but I think I actually was talking to somebody else about this who, whose gallery is significantly bigger than mine. And they were saying that in order to make like a, a, a big change to their gallery, like to make it like a lot better, it'll cost them like four or five ETH and, and for like one card, like that's just yeah. where their gallery is. Obviously you can tell like the level of gallery that they have. Sure. But for my gallery, like I don't have the elite champion Europe guys. I don't see myself ever wanting to get there. Like wanting to spend one and a half to two ETH on like a rare card because it, it's going to be rare. It won't, I, I doubt I'll be buying super rares, but but champion Europe's more fun for me. Like those are the guys that I want to let that are on TV more often. And they, I don't know. I you want to watch your guys play. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's nice. It, I mean, there's more information that's like readily available for those leagues. And it feels a little dumb saying like, I don't really want to spend a ton of money. So, but I'm going to go enter the most expensive region. But are there are there tier one cards in Champion Europe that are worth one ETH? Tier one card. Um, I don't know. Worth one ETH or take one ETH to get? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Right. No. Uh, there's probably well, uh, probably not actually. Um. 
I'm thinking of like Chiesa maybe considered a tier one, and he's probably like point seven or something, right? right? I don't know. I'm, I don't have so rare data up. Yeah, I would. I would guess that most of the most of this. Yeah. Um, I'm just thinking like with your with your lineup, if you won one tier one. Oh, does that pay for it? Yeah, I mean, wow. it, may, it may may not pay for it totally, but right, man, my God, if you can pay off half your team with one reward, that's right. pretty dang good. And I think the the difficulty that I have with that is I had a really good summer. Like I have decent MLS cards and that makes me competitive and all-star. And I've like had a terrible December and November was worse than October. Like I basically peaked during MLS, which like, that's just the yeah. way my gallery is, which is why I'm just yeah. like desperate for that league to come back. Right. But it's like the way that I have to play champion Europe, I'm going to be spending a decent amount of money to win, to like hopefully win like maybe once a month. And it's probably not that often. And so really my new year's resolution is just to learn some damn patience. Yeah. That, that's actually not, not bad. Um, Cause I was going to say like, like look at the old West Ham stack, like that, yeah. that thing hasn't won anything all year. And it, 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 who knows? It could go all year without winning really anything. I won, like, I, I'm I'm in my sweet spot right now where they're like super yeah. limited number of teams playing in Champion Europe right now. So like last week I I got third and I picked up like .05 or something. Um, and then this week they West Ham was really good, so I'll have a shot this week. Um, it's something whether mm-hmm. it's a card or not a card, but um, like that's going to be like a lineup I, I churn out all year. And if I don't win this week, I could go, I could go maybe the whole year without winning a card off that, which obviously is not good. Like I'm not saying that that's like a good thing to have <laughs> a lineup go all year without winning a card. But um, I, honestly, like the expectation with that lineup was to like maybe win one to two cards over the course of the entire season. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think, I think that's exactly how I need to, start thinking about that. And I don't want to do that. (laughs) Right. It's less fun for sure. But like whenever you make one of those like value teams or value stacks or uh, just value plays. Yeah. uh, You just have to understand that like, yeah, you're not going to beat Messi and Holland and Lewandowski. Uh, You're just going to have to get lucky once or twice over the whole season. Yeah, I don't even necessarily look at it as like I didn't. I I built some of my MLS teams thinking like these can compete for podiums, and I'm building this champion Europe. Like, hope I can scrape some T threes out of this in the next few months. And I don't know. It's just a very different mentality than the way I, that my gallery has been performing and yeah like when you look at your mls teams like those are all like legit podium competing teams you have five five star players right they're well thought out you're you have some correlation in them like um and then yeah you go to like your champion europe team and it's just like five dudes who happen to play in the big five leagues man (laughs) right right and they might not all even play at the same times the same game week and stuff like that but the just my entire entry in a champion Europe was like a 
accident. Like it was like, oh, I have three already. Let me just buy yeah. two more. And then it was like, oh, this one's hurt now. And this one doesn't play that often. This one I should sell. Have you considered and... adding depth players or is that going to get too expensive? So that I, I have absolutely thought of it and it's expensive. Like I have uh, Moses Simon who is leaving for AFCON. So it's like, yeah. I, I have to buy a champion Europe forward. Like I found the one like value forward <laughs> and now he's just gone for a month. Yeah. And so I don't know. It's just, uh, would you consider buying a player for a short time? Like while he's gone at AFCON and then selling him when he comes back? Like a stopgap champion yeah. Europe player. Uh, yes, I have thought of it. Um, I think the problem is that realistically, like the the guys that I look for, or that the guys that I that are in my price filters, it's like thirty five or sixty five. Like there's literally no in between. It's just yeah. like a bunch of yellow dots and a couple random greens, and it's like I just have to hope that on those random greens all my other guys are in the green also and that's that's it but i'm not stacking so have you considered buying moses simon's replacement at nonce i don't think he's a forward <laughs> is the problem but no i haven't the the uh, yeah no, I, haven't. <laughs> I was gonna say i don't even know who it would be but it just seems like bad bad advice yeah <laughs> Well, there are plenty of other forwards going, so hopefully I can, uh, you know, I'll fill in there. But yeah, it's just, uh, I don't know. I, I, I just want to have more fun. And some of that fun comes with losing, which is not fun. So it's a little weird to have that sort of plan. Would adding more super rares be uh, kind of a, a New Year's resolution type thing or... Um, I look for super rares like every day, yeah. but I look for MLS super rares. And the weird thing is that for MLS, I'm at a point where I should be moving into the super rare division D2, but the prizes are so bad that I'm just like, is it worth spending the money now to try to win to podium and get a tier two super rare? Yeah. Because I'm not buying, so the elite MLS cards I have are rares, and there's no way I'm buying the super rares of them. They're just gone. Hmm. Have you looked at a couple of the super rares that are on the market right now? I have. I mean, they're they're guys. It's a lot of guys. No, I mean, on the primary market. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, well, yeah, but like it's all the superstars they're trying to get out, and I'm trying to figure out what's going on with that. I think. Yeah. Why they're doing think, it? Yeah, I think that like, I think it's one of two things. They're either trying to like take back some money that that's uh like with the high volume that we've seen in the secondary market, and like they're trying to like say, ah, oh, primary market needs some of that love, or there's a big announcement coming. <laughs> oh, that. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, like, the, if you go look at the primary market and sort by super rares, it's absolutely insane the number of like premier superstar players that are coming out over the next like 72, yeah. 72 hours. Yeah. It's like it's the elite of the elite. I don't know what like, the, it, it, the only reason why, like, what you're getting at is that people are like, oh, the Premier League's coming. 
And right. so, but I don't understand the reason to get all of these cards out now and then release well, Premier League. Getting- well, these are the best players right now on the platform that they're releasing. So they'll get top top value for them. And the theory would be, you know, when they announce EPL, there's going to be a lot of a lot more fresh more. money coming to the platform. And those cards will also sell for the, you know, it's it would be a way for them to like maximize on sure. both sides, double dip kind of. Yep. But I mean, like one day, eight hours from now, we have Charles D. Ketelaire, Cody Gakpo, Dante Van Zier, Dusan Tadic, like all in a row. And, uh, you know, a couple other guys with like L5s of 67 and 80 and Veerman's coming up and Xerxy. And I mean, like I can just keep going. Uh, Openda, Sin- Sinistera, Goatsy, uh Noah Lang. <laughs> it's it's crazy, man. And then aren't they that was that's all today or is that tomorrow? That's t- tomorrow and then going into the next day because there's like even going into the next day, there's like Sebastian the next, Dollar and I was gonna Morioka. say the next day is is all champion Europe though, isn't it? Isn't that what they decided? Uh it doesn't look like it because no. like I still see like Dusan Tadic unique is two days from today, or like two days, like almost exactly two days from right now. Um, oh man, you know who they have? Is this on? Oh yeah, coming up five hours. We've got Camilo Vargas, Acevedo, De La Cruz, Armand. I'm eyeballing that Acevedo to be 100 oh, honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's all good. Here. Jack I, I probably don't have the the funds to to get it, but I think the last one went for like 1.3. They have all these MLS ones ending in the middle of the night. Come on, guys. Yeah, and then I think that the like the Charles de Cadillaire run starts at like um I think it's super late European time. It's like nine PM here, which would be like like three AM for like most of Europe. Hmm. So I don't know. Yeah, it's a lot. Some bizarre timing on it, but Yeah, here we go. So the champion Europe ones oh, it's like two and a half days from now. Okay. Like Payet, Eder, nobody's buying Bale, but Brandt, Mavropanos, Modric, Coman, Neuer. Yeah. Jeez. Oh, I guess Cruz. they want to ring in the new year with a bang. Yeah. Well, their <laughs> own bang. <laughs> Just taking all of our money. Lewandowski, super rare, and Thomas Muller, uh, unique, about three days from now. My yes. God. Yeah. It's just crazy to know that they have like this much supply of like the super elite cards still sitting in their back pocket. I mean, the Lewandowski super is one of 10. Yeah. Like Cruz one of 10. Yeah. The, oh, man. Like these are the rares that I can't even get for champion Europe, but yeah, hopefully everyone goes spend their money on those. You know, that they still haven't, uh, uh, Hopefully my my black cat back there doesn't do something weird. <laughs> like starts humping the chair or something. Hopefully but uh does. yeah, right. Uh no, I was you know they still haven't uh auctioned the the messy unique. And I think that that's going to be that's going to be like another big marketing event uh when they decide to do that. Sure. I heard some chatter that because he has like some other NFT exclusive agreement that they might not be able to have one. Oh, but that seems silly to me that they could do rares and super rares, but not a unique. 
Yeah, that that so, doesn't seem to make a yeah. ton of sense. But I agree, the Messi unique will be a big one. Yeah, he's a pretty mm. good player. Yeah, I heard he's all right. Mm. Hot take. So, do you think the Premier League comes in twenty twenty two? I mean, you think it comes next week, right? Or next month? <laughs> I don't know about next next week or next month, but uh, yeah, I think it's coming. I mean, it has to based right? on nothing. But like they they're getting all the other leagues, so why can't they get EPL? Yeah, the the way that I look at it is, if you have any like plan to have the top twenty leagues in the world, like that's literally their plan. Yeah, and then to be like, we just can't get the Premier League. Like you can't do that. You you just have to get it. Right. They still have to get the rest of the French league. I think. I think they're missing a couple teams. Syria too. Yeah, I guess so. I know because there were a ton of guys who I was looking at stats for, and I'm like, oh, maybe I'll get this guy. And it's like, oh, he doesn't have a card yet. Yeah. Maybe this. Oh no, another one. And and we got to get the uh, the logos on the freaking uh, MLS jerseys. Got to get rid of those like tiny heads and giant heads. <laughs> I would love if the big announcement was that. We're like, we have a big one. We're like, yeah. MLS. We're like, no, 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 we have that. No, 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 real MLS. Right. Yeah. Is it too late to buy MLS cards? Uh, big dip coming. Big dip coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got to, I, I got to, I don't know. I I think I'm going to, I don't want to say too much because I don't, I've spoke to somebody else about this and. I don't know if they want to say anything, but I think there is a huge opportunity with MLS cards right now. If you are really knowledgeable about the league, I think like right now there is more knowledge edge when it comes to MLS than any other point of the entire year. And there are absolutely guys who may like walk into starting jobs that we don't know. And because they weren't starting last year, their L5s or L15s or L40s aren't that great. But there are definitely, if like if you can stay on top of all of the MLS news and like it's an absurd amount of news and it seems like every other day there's some new draft or a signing period or whatever. Right. But there is there is definitely values available in MLS. They're, it's not on the top guys, but they're Th- that said, I would be really careful to quickly react to any news like the that uh, too. Pa- Pablo Cisniega or whatever Ooh. that was going to be the starting goalkeeper in Charlotte or whatever. And now this morning they they just announced the signing of some European guy that I don't know who he is, but yeah. he's definitely starting. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like be be really careful. Like just like one piece of news does not. I don't know, dictate what's going to happen. I would just make sure it's actually news and not just like transfer rumor. Um, yeah, that's fair too. But yeah, Medrin to Saudi Arabia is, is not great for for Medrin holders. They can dominate the Asian Champions League weeks. Maybe. Yeah. I actually have no idea if his team is even in it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't even know what his new team is. Neither do I. But and man, I don't I know. Was... Like, I imagine he's going to be good there, but you, um, you would have to imagine. Um, yeah. I, although, like, I, I think a couple of guys, uh, you had the guy from NYC that went somewhere in the Middle East, and I don't think that he's like really crushing it. Uh, Mitricha, or yeah. Um, and then I don't think Pity Martinez is like just killing the league or anything like that. Although, I think Medrin's kind of on a whole nother level, but yeah, I think, um, didn't Jovinko go there too? I don't know. 
Yeah, Matriza is not even playing. Although he maybe it's an injury or something. I don't maybe know. he's not in Saudi Arabia. Oh, maybe. Oh, it's Greece. Oh, it's even oh worse. really? So he went to the Middle East and then got shipped off to Greece. Um, I think this is Greece. Yeah. Who knew? Not me. Um, Mike Basson's asking if Barrick to Sporting Kansas City is done. I believe it's done. I think so. And I don't see where he plays. I don't either. Maybe he comes off the bench or something. He has to come on. I mean, if he's Unless starting, Polito... something went terribly wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they already have I, – I think that they have their front line just as set, ready to go. It's going to be Polito, Russell, and uh, Saloy. Shallowy, yeah. Shallowy, yeah. Yeah, it feels like uh, LAFC a few years ago when they had Rossi, Vela, and um, it was before B-Rod. Who was the other one? Or Sam. Come on, Sam. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> but yeah. So the Premier League's got to come. I was talking to somebody about how Liverpool came out in January last year. So maybe they, maybe, you know, it's like a calendar year deal. Um, well, I would imagine EPL has big agreements with like Panini or uh, other, uh, you know, either card manufacturers or whatever. And yeah. I would say that those are probably likely to like expire end of year sort of thing. So maybe January one opens the, the door. It would be nice. At the very worst, maybe we at least get a new EPL club. Right. Yeah. I guess somebody was passing around some like piece of an article where the leads owner in Italian was saying that they already signed up with so rare. Yeah. I think I saw that. That's not fun. We don't want what, leads. leads. Yeah, come on. Yeah, I, and I think that like even uh, who's it? Rafinha. Uh, yeah, Rafinha's Ruf- leaving. Yeah, he's leaving. So it's like <laughs> their best player is gone. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. I guess they have some young players in that team that have been getting well, killed. Cooney, <laughs> going to have to buy Jack Harrison for his New York City FC and Man City uh, ties. So yeah, there's that. But I don't know. It's it just seems, I mean, I so, like what. So sorry, if they can add one EPL club this calendar year, let's, let's say that that's the, the rule. Who do you want? So I don't like, I don't really want anyone. I think Arsenal would be fun. Cause I, I like Arsenal and a ton of U23 players, Yeah, but like really from a growth standpoint, you want United. It's gotta be man United. Yeah. It has to be. But yeah, just, difficult to argue with that. I but don't, I don't think that there's like a maybe one or two players on that team that I would even like. I would be able to like obtain. Yeah, it or want to obtain. Yeah, it it price. has nothing to do with wanting the players. Yeah, it's like wanting the people who support Man United, and they're like, oh, what's this Sawyer thing? And then they make this this uh, graph just go even higher. It'd be That's fun all. to watch some of the auctions too. Like, what does the uh, the next Bruno uh, unique go for? Because you know, famously AJ bought the the mm-hmm. the ones out there for like a hundred ETH from Zara. Yeah. Like, what does that next one go for? Probably not a hundred ETH. Do they have to buy it? Who Blackpool? Yeah. Man, maybe they might have to. Yeah, the, 
And like Ronaldo in a Man United shirt, I bet goes for a lot. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, other than, I mean, they have good players. Like if Pogba's still there, like he's popular enough that people would want him. And But he's already kind of here, right? That's true. That's true. Just not a full mint. Right. But like, you know, there are plenty of people who love Mason Greenwood and Rashford and whatever. Yeah. You could probably get a cheap Fred. <laughs> yeah, probably. You could start a whole Fred squad because you, you already have Freddy and you just. Yeah. Man, Freddy killed my midweek. I'm Again? so mad at I'm so mad one? at Freddy. Well, he just didn't do anything. Oh. He did the same thing to me that that uh, Guillermo did to you because I had I had a I what I would consider a winning lineup um, around him, and if I would have just started Sven Coombs there, I would I would have won a card, but I wussed out. Oh, and what so... what did Guillermo do to you? Guillermo, uh, I mean he had oh, like yeah. third forty ish, but I played him over Yari Vasharin's hundred. And so I would have gotten like a high tier one. Yeah. And instead I got a, uh, I think it was the, I don't remember what his name is, but he's a J league goalie who was probably yeah. going to get benched. Oh, he calls for, he calls for uh, Luke Shaw and Sancho. Yeah. Yeah. Although Sancho is not really doing a lot right now, is he? Mm-hmm. And then Luke Shaw, I think is hurt because I see a lot of Tellus playing. A lot of Tellus. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Man City would bring in more rich assholes. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. And more cards that I couldn't buy. Yeah. And Farron Torres is going to get new cards anyway. Yeah. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. 
No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. I, mean, I like my short prints. Yeah, I... I yeah. AJ, do you have a... Uh... Uh, oh, that is AJ. I was going <laughs> I was going to say, do you have which short prints do you have? But now I know what short prints. Yeah, you, you know have. exactly which one. Yeah, has. yes, the shortest of prints. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally the shortest of prints, and I think that he has like the the whole rainbow of Bruno cards. I think he's got the super rare, rare, and unique. Hmm. Gonna go look at that real quick. So the play here is to get the first limited one of a thousand Bruno, right? Although he won't have the Porto shirt or sporting shirt, excuse me. Bad mistake there. Siegman's got two of them. Yeah, AJ's got the rainbow, the Bruno rainbow. That's fun. That's cool. Yeah, I don't like there are not that many, like, at least from an SO5 perspective, they're just not that many like great Premier League players. Like car like cards that you want that are better than what we have. I think there's some that are good. But. I just think that like from the like even just like the collectible side, like I'm sure. buying a I'm buying a Reese James. Like I just is he better than uh uh is he better than like other cards that we have from Champion Europe? Probably not. He is he really good? Is he a really good fullback? Yeah. Do I wanna own it? Yeah. And I would probably just go ahead and overpay for it and and get it in. What's the uh Pulisic unique go for? Way too much, you know. It's it's like uh, kind of what you see the Gio Reyna cards going for right now. It's like, uh, I I think he did he come back and play a game before the the sub on at the very very end there. I don't think he did. He didn't. He, I think he's like back ready to play though. But like, yeah. I think he, a lot of his cards were going for over one ETH. And I mean, you go look at his SO five graph, and it's just like, eh. Mm -hmm. Granted, he's eighteen, nineteen years old. Right. kind of paying for the, I'm not sure the future. But, yeah. 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 I think what we see with the premier league game, like AJ saying there's some massive names. Like I was looking at like Sun the other day, like he has some huge scores, but it just seems like no one in the premier league plays all the time. <laughs> like every, every player I go to, I was like, Oh, here's some, some scattered DNPs and all this stuff. Like Mason Mount, I was looking at like, well, he's been like injured and uh, COVID and, Everybody's always injured in the Premier League. I don't know. Well, it's more physical game, but like City just likes to rotate. Mm -hmm. um, I, I think that like as Dylan said last week, look for look for like a thin team, like look for a, like a Watford or, or somebody. Yeah, like Emmanuel Dennis is absolutely killing it right now, and I know that he already has cards, but like he scored another goal today. He's just been awesome. Yeah. Yeah, AJ brought up Mares. Mares is awesome, and but like he's another one that like they're but you, you know you get into Pep. It seems like the only guy that doesn't rotate is like Ederson and maybe Ruben Diaz or something like that. Yeah, all the other ones that get nicked up or something. But yeah, but like we're not like we don't want the Premier League for the players. <laughs> like it's just that's not the point. I don't know. I think I. I, I, you might be wrong on that. I think that 
like maybe not for the SO5 scores, but that's you, what I mean. You still want the play, like the, yes. the names and the collectability and the yes. I mean, that's what's going to drive. I just mean like from growth. from a making your lineups better. I just don't think like I think you'll be able to find better players in other leagues for cheaper. Can you sort player rankings with EPL players? Um, uh, it looks like you can, but I wonder if it's just I. Imagine it's I think just it's only minted ones. Yeah, yeah, it is. It'd be cool to see that graph with. Do you guys? Do you have that that data, right? We do. That'd be fun to look at. Just saying. <laughs> we write that one down too. Yeah, like see how Reese James compares to to Trent. Yeah, we have it all. Yeah. That actually might be easier to get than I think. Actually, now that I think, now that I think about it, my own database here. Yeah, let me look into that after this podcast. Uh, so, I don't think there's anything that, like, what do you think it would be a bigger deal? The so we're bringing in the Premier League or bringing in the NBA? Hmm. Premier League. I mean, what do you mean by the NBA? Like, like, like starting a whole new thing? Yes. We have so rare basketball now. I'd be all over it and I would get in and I'd play. But uh, I, I think that the like already having like the competition of top, top shot there and that space, it's like going to be really diluted. And um, like, do they come in and just replace top shot? I don't think so. Like, do all the top shot players leave and come come play well, so rare basketball? I don't know. I think there's a, a big enough fantasy basketball element that, would jo- that that didn't necessarily get involved in Top Shot that might get involved in something like this? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I I know a lot of like I know that they're like either building or trying to build. They had like some little fantasy aspect of Top Shot that like it might even have been community built, mm-hmm. but I, I don't know if it ever took off. And I don't I even know really how Top Shot market's doing now. Me um, neither. Yeah. Uh, I know that it was doing pretty poorly, but it's also the off season or was the off season. I know that right. the league just kind of fired back up. So I don't know. Yeah, I would, I would end up playing. Why not? Would you play? Is there a sport you wouldn't play? Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I probably wouldn't play cricket. Like I would play things that I know and I don't know cricket. So um, hockey would be tough. I mean, it wouldn't be tough. Like, Hard, so, but like I just I don't. Since we're kind of talking about like what what could happen the next year, do you think we see another sport on so rare in twenty twenty two? I, and what sport is it going to be? I think we've talked about this before, maybe not on a podcast, but I think basketball makes the most sense if they want to just like replicate so rare soccer, football, whatever we want to call it. That they're more like they're a number of Euro leagues and like you can play a number of different regions. And so I think that makes sense. Basketball makes sense. I think the NFL would be like an admittance that they're just focusing on the U S yeah. Would golf not just be super easy and like no competition for licenses. And like, honestly, I just feel like golf would be so easy for them to do. It just doesn't feel like it's big enough. Not in terms of like, the breadth of golf, but like it just, they're, they're just not enough golfers. Like wouldn't there just be like a ton of overlap and I don't know. Have you ever played DFS golf? I have. 
And it's really hard to pick that like oh yeah team, right? For sure. I don't know. It feels like there's enough golfers to like make that. I don't know. But you're right. There wouldn't be like a lot of different leagues. Like it'd just be like PGA and you... and the Euro Tour and yeah. I don't know. I mean, they have some lesser level golf, but I don't know. I I think it would be easy, yeah. like theoretically easy. Sure. Hmm. I don't know how much I need like a Phil Mickelson NFT though. <laughs> oh shut up you'd buy it but maybe i yeah maybe. <laughs> tiger woods what's the what's the comparison of tiger woods to uh so rare you know like the old guy that you know probably isn't going to win you anything but it's the best collectible on the platform oh hmm that's a great question i don't think we have one do we 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 have to we have to have something somebody in comments can answer this like who's the I mean is it basically when Messi yeah who's the, the really expensive guy I don't know Zlatan has been Zlatan's okay a... when he plays at AC I mean I think the difficulty is that like Tiger Woods is like so far and beyond the biggest collectible you'd want in golf and yeah Maybe Zlatan is fun like I have his yeah, I have his uh, autobiography like three feet away from me, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. King King Kubo or whatever, or uh, King Kazu. Yeah, I yeah, don't know I don't about that. So. <laughs> I don't think that's a good comparison, Dylan. <laughs> but yeah, I think a Tiger Unique would be cool and would probably. Would the Tiger Unique be red or black? Ooh, <laughs> that's fun. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know, but golf seems reasonable for sure. I I think that the struggle there is how do you have like a lot of different competitions? How do you have a lot of different um like that's the cool thing about so rare is you have like fifty like I don't know fifteen different divisions that you can play in, um all the regions and the subdivisions and right. like could you replicate that to other sports? Well, I don't know. Yeah, I think it works a little bit in basketball. And I guess it works in baseball. Like the the problem is it's pretty much just here, some South American countries, and then you know Do you think it makes sense to do that in basketball? Like add the Greek league and the Spanish league and Chinese league. Well, it's well the Euro League like kind of covers all of it. But yeah, why not? Like Or do you think that just like nobody would buy that crap and just want the NBA players? I think that's where I would want the NBA players, but that doesn't mean that we wouldn't buy the Euro crap. Apologies for it'd be the it'd be the same thing as so rare where you're buying five Chinese basketball players to try to win an NBA player. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly like that. Hmm. Yeah. You have them in your global all star team with a prize pool containing NBA players, Greek players. Yeah. Like the. Like nothing would make you happier than owning a card of a guy who never plays and then he gets cut and they're like, oh, he's signing for, you know, <laughs> Guangdong, wherever Stefan Marbury played. And you were like, yeah, like Jimmer yeah. Fredette. Right. Oh, did Jimmer Fredette play Jimmer's been overseas? in China for a while, isn't he? I don't know. Who's... I mean, he was definitely in China. Who's uh, the, uh, he played for other... the Shanghai Sharks? Yeah. Like, was he good? He was awesome. Hmm. 
Yeah, he, he led the, uh, in the 2016-17 season. That's a long time ago. He won the scoring title, 37.6 points per game. Do you remember the he was MVP. The kid that played at Gonzaga, Morrison? Mm-hmm. Uh, Adam long, Morrison, yeah. long hair. Did he play overseas? Because he never really made it in the NBA. No, he was a total absolute bust. I was thinking he might be like the type of guy that would have been good overseas. Good overseas. He, let's see, he played for, oh yeah, he played for Red Star Belgrade and Besiktas. So that's the other fun thing is that a lot of these teams, soccer clubs have basketball teams. Like Barcelona is a, like Barcelona and Bayern Munich. Spartak and uh, CSKA are are both the same way. Exactly. Yeah. And AJ saying to do with college athletes, which I think is a fantastic idea. That would be amazing. That would be incredible. I don't know how you would like license that or if you have to work with individual schools or the whole NCAA, but God, that'd be cool. I think it'd be better than shit. That'd be better than the NBA. Just that would, get, yes. the, get, Absolutely. The, get the NCAA on board. That would be fun. Yeah. Well, yeah, you have to skip them. The NCAA is just a bunch of corrupt pricks, but you need to, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you need them then. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Man. That would be fun, yeah. Where where did you find the statistics on Adam Morrison out of curiosity? Wikipedia. Okay. <laughs> well, I was like on b- basketball reference because I've used like baseball reference. Oh, yeah. And uh, it, they only had his NBA stats. Okay. I see it now. Yeah, I just go to Wikipedia for all my sports information. <laughs> or so rare data. Right. Yeah, yeah Shanghai Sharks. And he played in Greece for a little bit. Then he went back to Shanghai. He's their all-time three-point leader. <laughs> the more you know. Yeah. So, yeah, Mike was saying it was making the point that I couldn't make myself. But basically, the big clubs are sporting clubs and not like football clubs. And so they have different sports that they have teams of. Yeah, I think basketball makes the most sense. And I I hope that the Premier League comes before they expand to other sports. Not that they yeah. can't do them at you know around the same time. Like I think it's whenever they come out with another sport, if it comes out before they make like a big soccer change, everyone will complain that they did that. You know, why can't why would you do that? But like they're and not focus on their bread and butter right. sort of thing. Right. Yeah. But they're a big enough company now where they can have people working on different projects. Probably not quite yet. They're hopefully they get there in 2022 to where they can. Yeah. I'd love to see baseball personally. Um, I, I think that you can do like the Korean and Japanese leagues and whatever. I don't know what else there's probably your, is there some European leagues? Maybe not. There are a bunch of Caribbean leagues. Yeah. I don't know if it, I don't know if that makes sense either though. Like to have the Dominican Republic league, the fall league. Do you add a, uh, a ball, double a, triple a. I would assume you do that. Yeah. Um, just to make sure that we really have to like the research guys will never. That's our challenger divisions. Right. Yeah, totally. Yeah, totally. It'd be funny if like you have a guy in single a and they have a single a division. He's like tearing it up and you're like hoping he doesn't get called up because you're like, oh, <laughs> right. my single yeah, the, what is it? The now. September call-ups come. Yeah. And, uh, you just, he's totally useless. You could have right. used him in the triple uh, a playoffs and now. Now you can't anymore. Now you can't anymore. Now he's just a left-handed reliever for yeah. <laughs> you know, 
some right. team that's not going to make the playoffs. Exactly. Exactly. That's fun. Yeah, there, you there'll think be. You have so rare tilt now. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is fun to kind of like think of all the implications of of those things in other sports and how mm-hmm. like it could affect what they're going to do or if they're going to try to do it. I don't know. Yeah. No, it's um. There are a lot of cool. Th- I mean, there's plenty they can do that. Um, just a link to the cards, you know, like that where they're starting to do with with soccer, you know, the game tickets and all that stuff. Like, there's plenty of uh, plenty of things you can do that way. But I still think Premier League has to come first. Yeah, I hope so. Do you think there's just going to be this uproar if they? announce whatever team or club or league they announce next. And if it's not the premier league, people are starting to get angry. Trying to think of what other leagues they could do, like Indian super league. Um, No, I just mean like, even if they were like, we're getting the rest of league Un, and everyone's like, who cares? Get the premier league. Like, are we now just going to, I think that's, I think we're kind of there. Like whatever the, I think there'll be disappointment with any other league at this point. Argentinian league. Great. Go get the EPL. Right. And I don't know, it might still be impossible. They might there might be exclusive yeah, no idea. deals. Yeah, I don't know. Might be a, a problem that money's not the answer to. That doesn't exist. Yeah. Um did you look at any data associated with like primary market, secondary market this time last year, just to like look at where we were, where where we're at now? Just how absurdly low it was. Yeah. The actually it wasn't. Let me see if I can pull this up. Actually, not to like bring us back on topic or anything. Yeah, that's uh, that's weird of you to say that. <laughs> uh, so let's see. Jan thirty fifty three ETH seventy four ETH. It, the auction stuff is t- like difficult to look at because. Yeah, if there's like a new team that week or something, or a new league, who knows? Who knows? But, I mean, we're not like terribly far from it. I guess we're still, we're over 100 now on on a lot of days. But I have to imagine these these super rare auctions are going to make this chart pop again. Yeah, that that chart's going to go nuts uh, here in the next, if, if there's, you know, the liquidity to do it. But I just, I can't imagine that people aren't going to, battle it out over those cards yeah well there are enough people on the platform with enough eth that if the something's like going to slip through they're like Mm-mm. yeah it's not slipping through so yeah we were 44 ETH for this secondary market a year ago and now my god yeah the secondary market's just incredible it's a wild chart Yeah. Um, do Do you think that the release of those cards is because of those two charts? It seems like a weird reason, but what do you mean a weird reason? They want to take back some of the the money that's being traded on the secondary market. Yeah. No, I just mean it seems weird to have so many of the elite cards at the same time yeah like they may not get full value right like why not just spread them out as simple as that just like spread it out a little bit but yeah we have had like 
we do go like strange long periods of time where it's just like oh all of the kims in asia are up for the super rares like yeah there's nothing good for the next week and now it's just like well it's bad because like kim and lee are like right next to each other alphabetically so whenever they like get to those it's like you got a long way to go <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't i can't think of any reason to do this other than like let's boost our profit by the end of the year like I yeah. literally can't think of a more reasonable explanation. Hmm. That doesn't mean there isn't one, but I can't, I don't have it. Yeah. That might be it. You know, like for shareholders, we made this much money this year. Right. And eke it out. Right. Like, yeah. is there any way that we can make more money before the end of the year? It's like, yes. <laughs> Let me print out some of these blue ones. Yeah. Let's print, let's print some more money before the end of the year. <laughs> we can certainly exactly. do that. Yeah. How much do you want? We got the super rares for it. And the uniques. Um, do you think that they should uh, they should sell uniques that have lower L L fifteens? Do they not? Well, I'll I'll have you pull up a chart real quick. Go to completed auctions, and then just sort by uniques and filter. And you'll have to change the time frame to maybe like a week ago or something or two weeks ago. I'll give you a month. Like, oh yeah. Do you, do you think some of those should be like a thirty-five average guy? Or do you think that makes zero sense for them to sell those? I I don't think it makes... Like, do you think they hold them back hoping that they get to this level and then they sell them? Oh. Yeah. But like, not everybody gets there. Yeah. Like, they obviously don't they, sell uniques of everybody. Right. And then they just don't bother selling those ones. Right. Like, why not just sell them? No. Well, I, I, I mean, for somebody that that doesn't have any uniques, those would be like the types of types of uniques that I would try, like try to target and, and to get into that game. Um, but like, I don't, I, I don't see them trying to sell those. Right. I mean, I, I understand the, the strategy here of like, yeah. Oh, this guy is hot. So let's sell as unique. Right. That makes sense. But yeah, like not everybody's going to get there. Like you're gonna have guys who average thirty nine and just always go, you know. Right, but what if really it is a guy that like people do them? like want for some reason, whether he's part of a stack or he's um, just desirable for other reasons? He's very good looking, you know. Like, uh, they, you people want may Bradley. Wanna... Yeah, right. Yeah, you want your want Bradley my, unique. I want my Bradley unique. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but then I do see other other cards like. But but those are from a long time ago, like, and they were probably rewarded because like if you look at like the the winners of D two like a long time ago, they got those tier two uniques where they were kind of crappier uniques, and I kind of kind of like I kind of like that because it put those cards put some of those cards out there. Right. I mean, how else are we gonna get a Michael Bradley unique? Mm-hmm. 
I did chain nuns when he was only at four. I guess this is probably current L5, not L5 at the time of auction. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I, I agree with you there, AJ, that like it doesn't give people the opportunity to scout and prospect for like lower end, lower end uniques or like out of form uniques, like a guy that could turn it around in the next year or something. Right. Or, or like like a guy like uh, Felipe Anderson that just needed a just needed a transfer to a different team. Right. Yeah, I I don't know why they don't sell more uniques. Like, what is it? Basically three or four a day not even oh yeah three or four it's probably every what six hours or eight hours or something yeah i guess that seems like enough now that i've said that out loud i don't know i don't know what the unique chat here what's that so just having a little whale chat here (laughs) as i'm about to say i have no idea what to say about this because i yeah right that's kind of where i'm at except for i'm i'm on the end where i'm like teetering you know like should i buy one or should i buy a couple for whatever and um at this point no the answer is no i'm not gonna buy any but um i've been i've been kind of on that edge now for like six months and they could they could they could have made me buy uniques if they wanted to by just releasing crappier uniques that would that would sell Mm -hmm. um for you know underneath under 0.5 eth i'd be speculating on some of those but they just don't do it yeah right yeah do you think it's just out of fear that they sell it too early like they get one ETH for a card and the guy gets hot and they it should have been three ETH. possibly i don't know it seems like it's too too risk averse that's not the word i don't know though because like they they're holding all these back now and they still get to make top dollar on all the other ones. So like, right. I don't know. That's true. Right. It's not like they're going to stop releasing guys who have an L5 of 80. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. You think you're going to buy a unique in 2022? How many uniques are you going to buy? That's, I don't know. That's the, sorry. That's the appropriate whale question. Yeah. I think it all comes down to like, you know, like them not announcing like what the division, if there's going to be division changes or structure changes or anything like that, like just doesn't make sense. Like the more I look at it, like the only way it would make sense is if I was just like, yeah, I want to go play the unique division. But um, like I said earlier, there, there there's just not enough like low end uniques for that to make, make sense for me to even like dabble into. So probably not. How much do you think you'd win with low-end low uniques in the unique division? I mean, when I say low-end uniques, like I could have two CDMs, you know, um, that kind of churn out 50, 60 points maybe. Um, and I would think that those would be kind of like less desirable. Uh, I don't know. You could put them in with like one high upside guy and a couple of super rares and maybe win a reward a year, a couple mm-hmm. of rewards a year. I don't know. I'm just picturing your uh, Diego Chara, Michael Bradley uniques with uh, your box all super rare. <laughs> I was thinking more along the lines of like Sven Coombs and, you know, okay. I don't know. I was going to say Julian Dessart, but I think he's too good now. Yeah, he's too good now. 
Yeah. Did the Coombs unique just happen? No, it happened a while. Like it was a while a ago. Good while ago. Yeah. Although somebody's been trying to sell it, I think it's Zima Blue's been trying to sell it on the uh, secondary market. Because that's been one I've kind of just been watching a little bit. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to buy it, but it's fun to watch what it get what it gets relisted at. Well, whatever it's listed at, you're going to have to pay because there's no discount. Yeah, he doesn't negotiate. No. Now, there's no 2021, so they should have a new one coming out. He's got to get hot. Yeah. Well, he's had a few good games in a row now, so I don't Ooh. know. Oh. It could, be, it could, be, could, could be Coombs time. Coombs unique? Watch. Here we yeah. go. Yeah, Zima Blue got that one back in January. Last January, yeah. I think Zura uh, originally owned it, though. You are correct. Yeah. Zura did he, win, the did he win it or buy it? He, he it. won it. Did he? Yeah. No, he bought it. I'm sorry, he bought it. He won the auction. Sorry. Yeah. Yes. Won the auction. Yeah, you're right. That could definitely come up soon. I wonder what the threshold is. Can we tell from here? There's a 49 in there. Oh, yeah. It's definitely Sven Cummins time. Oh, this is fun. Yeah. Set your Nanzo, alert. Nanzo says it works in Sawyer's favor to have Wales FOMO in on the Inform Uniques. Yeah. 100% when you look at like a bottle of strategy and like it, it definitely creates that FOMO and like that, that like last minute fighting over the guy that's like in form hot on fire. Yeah. Yeah. Where's the Yari unique? I guess he needs a couple more good games. I mean, that's like his first good game out of nowhere, right? In forever. He's in, has an L5 of 54 now. But it's 46, 40, 44, 41, 100. Do, did we have a Noah Lang uh, unique this year yet? I don't think so. So that'll be coming really soon because this L2 to 6, it's not L5, it's L2 to 6, is like 80, 80 something, yeah. I think. Even though we, he just had the red guard. Right. Yeah. We, yeah, there's only one. Yeah. You can buy it right now, though. 32 oh, ETH. Mark's got it listed. He does. 32. I I guess he wants a uh, uh, F staking node because that's the price. Man, that's a lot of money. I don't know. But yeah, I think that's a good idea. More uniques, please. So so that's that's something we want in 22? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. I wouldn't mind seeing them going back to podium rewards being the scarcity higher than what you played. Yeah. Hey, um, <clears throat> last thing, I, I guess, because I know that we're kind of over on time. Uh, personally for you, looking at your gallery, where were you at this time last year and where are you at now? Uh, that's a good question. I think that's fun to look at. Yeah, that is a good question. Let's see here. Like in terms of cards, it's... Because you were just starting out. Yeah. So let's see. On the 28th, I owned six cards. Really? Just, uh, yep, six cards. For a roster value of 0.2946 ETH. Which uh, was worth, at the time, 200 uh. $204.89. Do you happen to know what cards those were? Yeah. 
I was did. one of them Davies? No. No. Okay. No. I got three cards uh, when I joined, and and then I added Keaton Parks rare and Edgar Gomez rare, which I only bought because I was the only I was the only person to bid on the auction, and I was like, oh, I was like playing around. I'm like, oh, let's try this auction thing. I got and him for I two dollars. I think it was it was like five dollars, and I was like furious about it. I was like <laughs> I just like lit five dollars on fire. Yeah. Still have those cards. You could, and it still feels like I lit money on fire. You couldn't resell him for like $8 now? That's a good, good point. He's I, mean, I don't even know who Edgar Gomez is. No, Gomez. G, it, it looks like games. Edward Games. Okay. Eddie Games. Let's see. Um, the low on the market for rare is 0. .006. Wow, he's a San, Santos guy. And I... 24 bucks. Yeah. But yeah, 3x by money. If I go with the, as the lowest on the market, <laughs> yet yeah. yet you said you lit money on fire. Well, I haven't sold it, so <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Yeah, that's interesting. AJ, Neymar, Mbappe, Highland, Messi, Depay, Cruz, Kimmich, Marquinhos, all have not been auctioned yet. For uniques. Yeah. Yeah. And they're probably, well, I know some Howland S super rares are out there. It is just weird that some of these super rares, like we said, that Lewandowski is like one yeah. of them. Yeah. Like, what's up with that? Like, I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know what to make of that at all. But yeah. That's a huge, that's f the funny thing to look at. I didn't think about doing that. I mean, I guess they know when they sell those cards, like it removes secondary market liqui liquidity. I don't know if that's like part of the decision to hold some of that stuff back, but I don't know. Man, I didn't buy my seventh card until January 5th. Really? Mm -hmm. So that's when you were kind of starting to make that, that decision to start playing. To be honest, I don't know why I started buying these cards. And it was all MLS cards until uh, I bought... Brian Lozano on January 17th, your boy. <laughs> and then I bought Jao Felix. You on... must have started talking to me on Twitter. On that must have been, yeah. January must have been the 16th. first day. And you're like, you know what you really should do. Right. There's this then, guy. Let me tell you about him. He broke his leg. <laughs> no, I know about Lozano from uh, DFS. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, January 23rd was Jao Felix. That's, that was the, uh, I consider that my first day on Sorter. Yeah. Still have that card too. Will you ever sell it? Yeah. Yeah. I just don't know what the price is yet. See you, AJ. I think he, the problem with Jao Felix is that like, I don't think, I don't think it's ever going to be worth, worth it to sell him. Like he won't get me enough. Cause I just, he's got to, I mean, if you could sell him for, for an ETH, you sell him, right? Yeah, probably. So what do you mean? You don't think you could ever get enough, uh, I'm not sure he's ever going to play enough to be worth any. <laughs> well, not at Atletico, but if he goes no. somewhere else, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, I hope he goes somewhere else. Yeah. I hope so. Like back That's to the Champ Hero card I need. See, I have to play him instead of Moses Simon. So I actually do have somebody. I have Jao Felix. I just don't understand like why you would have like a young, talented player like that at a big club and not 
not play them or loan them out. Me neither. Like that's how you. I'm pretty sure that's how you just ruin a talented player. But feels maybe it. I'm, yeah, maybe I'm completely wrong. I think there's some f- fault of his own for going there. I don't know how you like look at that situation. You're like, that's where I want to play. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, I don't know. Um, all right, let's end on that very depressing Jao Felix note for 2021 here. Uh, like I said at the top, we're going to be on a new feed uh, starting. I guess next week. I don't think we're taking any time off. So uh, starting next week, be sure to follow the uh, Sorter Data Twitter account because we'll uh, announce it there with links of where you can get it. But the plan is the same, still YouTube uh, for the live streams and for anybody listening on uh, the audio versions, we'll have a feed for that as well. So uh, don't worry, you can't uh, can't get rid of us quite yet. So uh, yes, Mike, still on Tuesdays as far as, uh, as, far as the plan for now. Um, but obviously we'll let you guys know if that changes at all. So uh, once again, this is the SoRare Andrews podcast today brought to you by Rotowire and sponsored by SoRare. Like I said, we'll be back next week with uh, some more topics. If you guys have anything you want us to discuss, feel free to reach out to us. You can find me on Twitter at Andrew M. Laird. Andy is at ablack86, both available in the SoRare Discord uh, by those. Oh, no, Andy's at Black, but I'm on as Andrew M. Laird. So uh, reach out there. Andy, I'll talk to you next week. Happy New Year. Sounds good. See you. Happy New Year. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.